Greetings, royal family, and welcome to the close of the week where we honor the seventh day according to our holy Hebrew sacred solar calendar. It is here where you can rest, relax, and refresh. I am glad that you are joining us as we renew together. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Dwelling together in unity? Now that's Psalm 133, verse 1. And though you are listening in from the comfort of your home or wherever you may be, we are connecting to the one mind, one love, and one action of the Almighty One, yud Hey wav Hey. I'm Queen Vashti, Atara Yisrael, and it is indeed an honor and a pleasure to be present with you. Now, before we get started, let's begin with our prayer. Our prayer, O Yahweh, God of our salvation, save us and gather us together and deliver us from the heathen so that we may give thanks unto your holy name and glory in your praise. Blessed be the holy name of Yahweh and you, Chin Resh, Aleph Lamet, Yisrael forever. O Yudhe let them be confounded that persecute us, but let not us be confounded. Let our enemies be dismayed, but let not us be dismayed. Bring upon our enemies the day of evil and destroy them with double destruction. O Yudhe forgive our fathers for breaking your laws, and please, Forgive us for breaking your laws. Help us to never bring shame upon thy great name, nor reproach against thy works. For surely we have turned ourselves unto thee, O Yudhe trying to be upright. And as we confess our faults, please grant us protection against all of our faults. Cleanse us of our secret faults, and guide us unto the best of morals. For surely our prayers and our sacrifices, our lives and our deaths are all for thee, O yud he wav And now, royal family, the Lord's Prayer in our native tongue of Hebrew, Matthews chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. Tefillah, which means prayer. Avenu Sabat Samayim, Yikadas Samerika, Tavo Maku Taraka, Yase Razunka, Kavasamayam Kane Baaris, Et Lekam Kukenu, Tain Lanu Hayom, Uslak Lanu, Al Kata Enu, Kimoshisoki, Gamanaknu, Lakotiam Lanu, Veal Tevienu, Lideni Sayom. Kim Kasenu 
Minhara, Kilika, Hamamlaha, Veha Givara, Veha Teferet, Leolame, Olamin Sila. We thank thee, O Yudhewave, O living and eternal King, who has so mercifully restored our souls within us. So let everything that hath breath praise Yudhewave, praise Yudhewave, Beit Nun Sophie, Yudhewave. Welcome back, Royal Family. We are preparing to close out our week, our seventh day, according to the Holy Hebrew Sacred Solar Calendar. Now, the solar calendar is quite different from the lunar or Gregorian calendar. Our new year begins in the spring instead of the winter. Now, if you take a moment to think about that, you might consider the word new in new year. Spring brings in newness, doesn't it? Not too many things can grow in the dead of winter under ice and snow. With that thought in mind, it makes sense that January couldn't possibly be the Earth's new year. Earth's true new year begins in spring. Just some spiritual food for thought. Okay, Royal Family, let's Take a look at the scheduled readings for week 38. Now, Royal Family, these weekly readings can also be found on our website at www.yahweh144000.com. Now, while you're there on the site, consider downloading the solar calendar. You know, we have the daily scriptures on this solar calendar for every day of the solar year, 365 days from sundown to sundown. And we also have the weekly Shabbat scriptures for each week of the solar year, 52 weeks. Okay, so for week 38 again, we have the Torah readings. Now, Torah means law. So, The scriptural readings for the Torah will always come from the first five books of the Bible. And that's the King James Version of the Bible that we're using from Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. And for week 38, we are in the book of Numbers. We'll be reading Numbers chapters 21 through 24 for this week. Now, because these scriptures, these Torah readings are pretty lengthy, we have done a podcast where you can listen in to these scripture readings. You can read along with us if you like. So just search our podcast for the Torah, the law, week 38. We also place these Torah readings on our YouTube channel at Yahweh's Royal Priesthood Publishing Company. Yahweh won 44,000. 
So again, the Torah readings for week 38 are Numbers chapters 21, 22, 23, and 24. Now, we also have foundation scriptures, and we will be reading these foundation scriptures for this class. The foundation scriptures are Ephesians chapter 5, verses 21 through 24, Psalm chapter 7, verse 10, and Mark chapter 13, verse 33. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 21 through 24. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God, Yutewafe. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord, Yutewafe. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ Yutewafe, Beit Nun Sophie Yutewafe, is the head of the nation, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the nation of Yutewafe is subject unto Christ Yutewafe, Beit Nun Sophie Yutewafe, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Psalm chapter 7, verse 10. My defense is of God, Yutewafe, which saveth the upright in heart. Mark thirteen thirty three. Take ye heed, watch, and pray, for ye know not when the time is. Royal family, this completes the reading of the foundation scriptures. Remember, you can visit the podcast and get those Torah readings that go along with this particular week. And royal family, before we move into the reading of the royal priesthood, we'd like to remind you to please support this channel. If you are listening to this podcast on Anchor, you can hit the support button right there on our page. Your donations help us to continue presenting this information to you. We appreciate your love and your support. This lesson, entitled Blessed Are the Law Keepers, is a teaching from the Honorable Yudhe Wavhe, Beit Nun Sophie Yudhe Wavhe. The foundation scripture for this particular class, Blessed Are the Law Keepers, comes from the reference of Job chapter 29, verse 6. Our Father taught us that you must come to know and remember that when you obeyed the laws of Yahweh, you washed your steps with butter and the rocks poured you out rivers of oil, according to that reference, Job chapter 29, verse 6. And now, blessed are the law keepers. Now, the word washed from Job chapter 29, verse 6, comes from the Hebrew word rokatz, that's resh, ket, zadi, sofi. Metaphorically, It is used to describe the defilement of breaking the laws, statutes, 
judgments and commandments of Yud Hewave, Yahweh, Rokats, Resh Ket Zari Sophit deals with the concept of cleansing from the sin of breaking the laws of Yud Hewave. It deals with purification. The oil comes from the Hebrew word Shemen, and that is Shin, Mem, Nun, Sophie, and it means fertility. It means fruitfulness of the earth and strength. This oil, Shemen, is used to anoint a future office holder. It is also used for cleansing and it is used to anoint kings and priests. It is used to consecrate. Shemen, Shin Mem Nun Sophie oil was used as a sign of rejoicing. It served as a fuel for light and it was a valuable item for trading. Oil was used as a medication also. It was also used as a preservative. Now, to sum this up means that breaking the laws of yud defiles you. It makes you unfit to receive all these wonderful blessings because it makes you foul. Breaking the laws of Yudhewafe makes you unfit to receive all these wonderful blessings because it makes you dirty, makes you unclean, polluted, and tainted. To receive all these wonderful blessings you are unable to when you are bad and have a bad reputation. When you break the laws of yud Wave, that makes you unfit and you become closely offensive to the senses. You become disgustingly loathsome. When you break the laws of Yudhewafe, it makes you noisome. When you break the laws of Yudhewafe, you're noted for having filthy surroundings. Breaking the laws of Yudhewafe makes you grossly offensive in a moral sense. Breaking the laws of Yudhewafe makes you abominable and wicked and foul. Breaking the laws of Yudhewafe makes you commit criminal acts. Breaking the laws of Yudhewafe causes you to become slanderous. You become scurrilous. Breaking the laws of Yudhewafe. You become a profane people in using obscene language 
when you break the laws of Yudhe Breaking the laws of Yudhe makes you contrary to established rules of society. Breaking the laws of Yudhe makes you unfair. Breaking the laws of Yudhe causes you to abound in errors. But when you repent and wash your steps by obeying the laws of Yudhe you go through a cleansing and purification process to qualify and become the royal priesthood and thereby you enjoy fertility and fruitfulness of the earth and strength. When you repent, wash your steps by obeying the laws of Yudhe you go through a cleansing and purification process that causes you to become anointed as the office holders of the earth. You will be anointed kings and queens and priests when you repent of breaking the laws and wash your steps and begin obeying the laws of Yudhe You will be consecrated, made and declared sacred when you repent and obey the laws of Yudhe You will be dedicated to the service of Yudhe when you repent and start obeying his laws. You will be made an object of honor and veneration when you repent and wash your steps by obeying the laws of Yudhe You will be used as the sign for rejoicing when you repent and wash your steps by obeying the laws of Yudhe You will serve as the fuel for spiritual enlightenment when you repent, wash your steps, and obey the laws of Yudhe You will be valuable and righteous rulers of trade in the whole earth when you repent and wash your steps by obeying the laws of Yudhe You will be the healing of the nations when you repent and start obeying the laws of Yudhe In fact, you shall preserve the earth as heaven in true holiness and righteousness. You shall inherit great cities and the outgoings thereof are at the sea and many great cities on the coast. This is your inheritance as the children of Jacob. This is your inheritance as the children of Israel. This is your inheritance 
as the tribe of Judah. This is your inheritance as the nation of Yud Hey This is your inheritance as the royal priesthood. Historically, when you obeyed the laws, statutes, judgments, and commandments of Yudhewafe, you ruled royal cities. You were the royal rulers of royal kingdoms. In fact, your custom was to rely on the decisions of your magistrates and judges because you knew they were moral men. You relied on your magistrates and your judges because you knew they were ethical. You relied on your magistrates and your judges because you knew they were righteous. It was your custom to rely on the decisions of your magistrates and your judges because you knew they were just. It was your custom to rely on your magistrates and judges because you knew they were good. It was your custom to rely on your magistrates and your judges because you knew they would be fair and square with you. You knew you could rely on your magistrates and judges because you knew that they were upright. You relied on your judges and magistrates because you knew they were honest men. You relied on your magistrates and judges because you knew they were honorable and decent and noble men. It was your custom to rely on your magistrates and judges because you knew they were straight forward. You relied on your judges and your magistrates because you knew they were voracious. You knew that you could rely on your magistrates and judges because they were high-minded. It was your custom to rely on your magistrates and judges because you knew they were principled, responsible men that they were proper. It was your custom to rely on your magistrates and judges because you knew they were meet. You knew they were right, correct, and fit for their office. You knew they were seemly and decorous. It was your custom to rely on your magistrates and justices because you knew they were appropriate becoming. You knew that your judges and magistrates were didactic, instructive, and sententious. It was your custom to rely on your magistrates and your judges because you knew that they were platitudinous. You knew your judges and magistrates were virtuous, chaste, and pure. So, it was your custom to rely on your magistrates and your justices and judges 
because you knew they were innocent and platonic. It was your custom to rely upon your magistrates and your judges because you knew they were saintly, clean, spotless. It was your custom to rely upon your magistrates and your judges because you knew they were immaculate, vestal, and virginal. It was your custom to rely upon your magistrates and your judges because you knew they were continent and they were apt to teach. Teach you the laws. Teach you what was right from wrong. And you also knew they could be trusted because they were temperate. It was your custom to rely upon your magistrates and your judges because you knew they were ideal. They were men of integrity. Yes, you were royal rulers who were known to be constituted by divine authority rather than human authority to come before you as a moral royal judge was equivalent to coming before Yahweh as verified in the book of Exodus chapter 22 verses 8 and 9 and it reads verse 8 if the thief be not found, then the master of the house shall be brought unto the judges to see whether he had put his hand unto his neighbor's goods. Verse 9, for all manner of trespass, whether it be for ox, for ass, for sheep, for raiment, or for any manner of lost thing, which another challenges to be his, the cause of both parties shall come before the judges, and whom the judges shall condemn, he shall pay double unto his neighbor. family, here's the part of the program where you can actually participate. You can participate in the continuation of the building of our holy Hebrew nation as it relates to Malachi chapter 3 verses 6 through 10. You can visit our website at www.yahweh144000.com and there you can purchase books, you can download books, you can upload the solar calendar, you can download audios. Also, Royal Family, you can tithe with us, you can send in your contributions, your donations, your love offerings. And if you prefer to mail them in, you can do that at Yahweh's Royal Priesthood Publishing Company, Suite 144. And that is 1746 East 
Silver Star Road. Again, that's Suite 144. That's Ocoee, Florida. O-C-O-E-E, Florida. 34761. All right, Royal Family. We have other websites that we're networking with that are all a part of our family. You can go to our site again and visit those uh, websites. Especially take a look also, Royal Family, at www.universityofyahweh.org. Now, this website is for not just the students. It's for students, adults, families, and the Godhead. All of you all that would love to be able to put all this information together in a structured format, we have an online self-paced learning platform. So we invite you to join us at www.universityofyahweh.org. All right, Royal Family, we're getting ready for the keynote speaker, the Honorable Yud Hey Wav Hey, Beit Noon Sophie Yud Hey Wav Hey. Shalom, Royal Family. The class you are about to hear is taught by the Honorable Yudhe Wafe, Beit Nun Sophie Yudhe Wafe, many years ago. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to our channel. Visit us at www.yahweh144000.com. Also, Royal Family, you can enroll in classes designed for the Godhead at www.universityofyahweh.org. Enjoy. I thank and praise my father, Yahweh, for this opportunity to speak with a distinguished group. I say distinguished simply because you are a select group of people who have been invited here by word of mouth. And I thank Yahweh for your presence. I'm here to share with you ideas, knowledge, wisdom, understanding on moving from poverty to riches. Like many of you, I was programmed to believe that there were open ways to move from poverty to riches and that that way was to get a good education. And a good education after high school, of course, meant go to some college. So I did that. And I'm sure I attended several universities or colleges. And of course, I did that in search of the keys from poverty to riches. I knew well and understood from observing those who were my teachers and having been told by them in high school that if you want to be successful in America, you had to be 10 times better than any white man on earth. How many of you remember such teachings? We lost something with integration because it's absolutely impossible for one of our black teachers to stand in an integrated classroom and just tell the black students, you're gonna have to be 10 times better than any of your white students here to make it in America. Can't do it without the fear of being fired and it's almost guaranteed. When the white kids run home and tell their mamas, guess what our teacher said today? 
They told the black kids they had to be 10 times better than us, mama. And uh, we know that would be a united front from concerned white parents to remove that teacher. So we lost all of that. And you know well that no white teacher is going to stand in her classroom with integrated students and say, all of you black students here, you're going to have to be 10 times better than me and all the white students in the class. It has not been done in these 30 years of integration. It's not about to be done. So we learned that we lost something. But I was taught that. As many of you raised your hands were taught you have to be 10 times better. I believed it. And I accepted it. So I bought going to college. Though I didn't see my teachers rich. Their education had never moved them from poverty to riches. So I ultimately ended up at Atlanta University seeking a master's degree, which I did get. A master's in economics. Uh, some of my teachers were white. And they had, all had doctorate degrees. None of them had moved from poverty to riches. In fact, none of them were in business. They weren't practicing the economics that they were teaching me and the other students. None of their students had moved from poverty to riches. And none of us were taught in economics and business classes how to open a business, how to run a successful business. It just wasn't taught. So the only thing I had left open for me was to become another teacher of the vicious cycle of how to go get a job. And until you can show me those who have jobs becoming rich, <laughs> I won't believe that you can ever get rich on a job that you don't create yourself for yourself. And unfortunately, we as a people are not taught uh, corporate structure. Though we go and work for a corporation, uh, we don't really learn how to use those keys we learn to lift up our community, employ our unemployed, and bring about independence and self-sufficiency within our communities. So after having gone on that odyssey, and having matriculated at some of the best colleges and universities in this country, none of it worked until I met a man. And the man that I met taught me how to take nothing and make something. How to take no money and build a hundred million dollar empire, and I've only begun. If you think I'm happy and satisfied, I'm not. You ever heard, you make a million, you should be satisfied? That won't buy a decent home today. <laughs> a million dollars. That's just enough to make you jealous of the fellow who has a five million dollar house. <laughs> Maybe you say you wouldn't be jealous. Well, you're not made of what I'm made of. Because $100 million today still is chump change in what the world is producing with inflation, 
recession. Uh, all that you make is taken away from you. And what good is it for an individual singularly to make this money and do nothing for the rest of our people? So I met a man who taught me how to do it. And he placed me under an obligation to teach and share the principles that he taught and shared with me, with the rest of my people first, to the so-called black men of America first. After I raise you up, then I'm obligated to teach the rest of the world. And it becomes our general collective responsibility to raise up the rest of the nations on the earth. By now you are asking, who did I meet? The man's name is Yahweh. That's who I met. And he's responsible for raising me from a dead level, perpendicular to the planet. That meant 90 degrees of knowledge instantaneously. And through his teachings and revelations, I now hold 360 degrees of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And I'm looking for a peculiar people, a particular people, those who are still searching for the great light, not simply searching for light. Those who are still searching for light may need to remain where you are until you gain enough wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to seek the great light. Who is Yahweh? Yahweh is a name that each of you are obligated to study, to seek, to research for yourself. I'm not here to try and convert you to this name, force you to believe this name. I'm not here to proselytize you to this name. I'm not here to proselytize you to believe as I believe. I'm here to share with you what this name is about. And you can find out about it in your dictionaries, encyclopedias, the Bible interpreter's dictionaries, your Bible dictionaries such as Unger's. You can look at the New Jerusalem Bibles and many of the old Bibles and you can see this name for yourself. Every man that is in the proper lodge knows what this name is and knows what this name is about. That this is the world's best kept secret. And all of them know who are truly knowledgeable that there's only one man qualified on the planet Earth to ever come and reveal this secret. And that is one who is raised by the architect of the universe. And that's who I am. Yahweh is the one who created the heavens and the earth. I'm his son. I come in his name. I come bearing his name. And the more you learn about the name, the more you learn about me. Who am I beside the son of Yahweh? I'm a Hebrew Israelite. That's my nationality. My history is Hebrew. My culture is Hebrew. 
My language is Hebrew. And through our patriarchal fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, all of North Africa belongs to me. That's for starters. Quite frankly, the earth is mine and the fullness thereof and all the people in it. The silver and the gold is all mine. And you, the so-called blacks of America, who are you? You are the chosen of Yahweh. You are the elect of the Creator. You have been chosen by the Creator as the tribe of Judah to rule the earth forever. No one can prevent it. No one can prevent it. And I'm here for a very, very special and select group of you. And I'm quite satisfied if I only reach one of you in this meeting. If one of you can see what I'm projecting, you're the one that's being called at this time. The scriptures teach that you will only come one by one. And each of you in here, you're operating on a special spiritual time clock. And when it's your time, your eyes will pop open and you will suddenly see and understand and you'll cry out why didn't I know this before why didn't I accept this before now it's just a matter of time when all of you will wake up the same as Martin Luther King said before he was assassinated he was allowed to go to the mountaintop and he said that he may not get there with you to the promised land but he was confident you would get there I'm the one to take you there, to the promised land. That's who I am. Praise Yahweh. I have a very complex job, and that is I'm speaking to three people simultaneously in this room, and I'm conscious of it. I'm speaking to the conscious, the unconscious, and the dead. <laughs> These are the three. The dead group fit also in the blind, the deaf, the dumb, the ignorant, the dead. You know, you're all that group is all the same. And I'm happy that not all of you fit that category. Or I really feel like I have a super complex problem that might be difficult to overcome in one night. But that group is here. And that group, the dead group, they don't particularly hear or see what I'm saying. They might feel vibrations. The nature of the dead is you have to move them wherever they go. <laughs> Whether in a coffin or in the cooling room or whatever, they're just there. They don't know cold or hot, you know, light or dark. That's the way it is. Now the unconscious, some of you fit the unconscious state. Now the unconscious group are those who hear me. They can't see me, but they hear me. You know, that's the nature of the unconscious. If you, if you wake them up and say, uh, let's have a conversation, unconscious people just don't have conversations. They lay there, they look like they're dead. Sometimes they're in a coma, and they can respond to stimuli. <laughs> they can respond to a touch. They can respond to vibrations. And usually most of our so-called leaders and most of our false leaders speak to the unconscious. And these are the ones you can get all emotional and all hyped up, get them all fired up. Uh, you can draw 
20,000 of the unconscious out and charge them $10 a piece and leave with a couple hundred thousand dollars in your pocket and they'll be all hanging from the rafters in excitement about what is happening to them and what's coming down and how horrible the white man is and what he's doing and going to do and you get all excited and before this, you know, these kind of people come to town, uh, nothing was going on for you and when they come to town, nothing is going on for you. When they leave town, you end up doing nothing but you minus ten dollars. <laughs> and you wait for the next day of excitement. Now the conscious people are not taken in by any of this. They are looking for a divine program that only the Creator could bring forth, and they're not only going to hear it, they're going to see it. And these are the ones who will step forward to make a difference at this time. Royal family, thank you for listening in. Remember to visit us at our website at www.yahweh144000.com. This is where you can support the growth of our holy Hebrew nation by purchasing books by the Honorable Utewave Baton Sophie Utewave and transcripts. And we have other products there as well, Royal Family. There also you will see other websites that you can network with. We have a networking family. We also, of course, have www.universityofyahweh.org. Royal family, this is for students. This is for parents. This is for adults. This website is for the Godhead, a self-paced online platform, a structured learning approach to the divine mind of Yud Wave. Remember to visit us there. Again, that's www.universityofyahweh.org. And now, royal family, we will close with prayer. Tefala. Ave Nu, Sabasamayam, Yikadash Samerika, Tavo Makutirka, Yaserithunka, Kavasamayam came Baaretz, at Lekum Kukenu, Tain La Nu Hayom, Uslak Ladu, Al Kataenu, Kimoshisokim, Gamanaknu, Lakotem Lanu, Veal Tevienu, Ladeni Sayom, Kim Kasenu, Menhara, Kilika, Hamam Laha, Veha Gibbera, Veha Teferet, Lilame, Olamin, Sila. We thank thee, O Utewave. O living and eternal King, who has so mercifully restored our souls within us. So let everything that hath breath praise Yudhe Wave, praise Yudhe Wave, Beit Noon Sophie Yudhe Wave. Royal family, you know I love you. Have a wonderful day, evening in Yudhe Wave. Shabbat Shalom, royal family. Shalom, Uraka.